Well, good morning. It's good to see you this morning. Let's stand together and worship. I will cast my burden on the Lord. I will cast my burden on the Lord. He'll go before me. He won't ignore me. When I cast my burden on the Lord. See, in life. In life there are trials. Life there is pain. Life there is sorrow that leaves me in chains. My God will avail me. My God will sustain. My God will redeem when I call on His name.
Amen. Let's pray this morning. Father, we thank you this morning that you love us. We thank you, Father, that, that Lord, uh, that you dwelt among us, that you experienced all the pain and suffering and difficulty that we face, yet you did not sin. And so, Father, you can identify with us, Lord Jesus, that um, we can turn to you and thank you that, that uh, you have made a way to the Father where we can approach the throne and and do just as we say and cast our, our burdens, cast our cares upon you. Lord, that's a command that you give us, that we are to do this, Father. So I pray this morning for my, my friends here in this room, Lord, that we would recognize your love for us and your care for us, that you care about the small things and the large things. And so I pray this morning, God, that we would just do that, that right off the very top, um, very beginning of this time together, Lord, that we would just trust you. And we cast our cares, our concerns, our fears, our anxieties all upon you, Father, because you care for us. So we pray, Holy Spirit, that you would move among us this morning, stir in our hearts as we pray to you, as we approach your throne. Lord, would you move among us? We pray all these things in your son's name. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. Well, good morning. And it's good to see you all here on this blessed Sunday morning. It is beautiful outside, and you are with us. Thanks for choosing to be here. If you're online, we welcome you. Thanks for tuning in and joining us. Uh, this morning is going to be a prayer service, but before we just kind of delve into that, I uh, just want to say thank you as a church. Uh, we've been doing a lot of things missionally, and you guys have been participating from the Rachel House to collecting hygiene products for uh, different ministries here at the church. Um, you're, you're just amazing. And so um, harvesters, you, you show up, you come out, you serve, uh, you help people within the church body. A lot of our widows, a lot of our singles, man, you've just been doing church and being the church. And so I just want to thank you for that this morning. I uh, just want to thank you for being here as well. Um, there's always ways to get connected uh, here at the Gathering Baptist Church. You can go online, find ways. Small groups are ramping back up, guys. Uh, missions are starting to open up for us to go and be a part of our local community. So do those things. Get, get connected. Get involved as things kind of, and people are getting those second shots, second rounds of the vaccine. We're seeing more people re-engage. And so we just want to be ready to engage our community because Easter is around the corner, right? And what a greater time for people to come back to church. And so this is going to be a prayer service this morning, and we're just going to be praying together as a church body, uh, lifting up prayers in different times and worship, singing together. So it should be a wonderful time. Uh, another thing that we always encourage you to do is you are looking for ways to give, uh, to continue to support the church and the mission. You can do that online or simply drop off offerings back in the back as you leave the worship center. You can do that. Um, and as always, you can mail in whatever you need to do there. Uh, we just appreciate your support. It allows us to continue to be a light here in this community. So what we want to do this morning, we just want to continue to pray. We just want to um, uh, pray and seek God's face this morning. Uh, we know the scripture says, for the prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. And so we want to be a part of that. We also uh, find in the Old Testament says that my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, turn from the wicked ways, seek my face, that our God in heaven will hear our prayers. And so this morning, we just want to kind of kick off praying for families this morning. Uh, our kids are downstairs uh, in, in small groups. They're, they're studying God's word. Uh, we want to pray for our church family and just families because, you know, going through a pandemic and coming out of that, um, families have been through a lot, okay? And, and in some ways, it's good because it's brought families together, right? But sometimes it's also, it's been stressful a lot of times. A lot of kids at home, both maybe moms and dads are working at home, and just a lot going on in families today. Some families haven't seen family members, okay? And so there's just been a lot going on. We've had loss of family members through our church body. So we just want to come together this morning and pray as we kind of kick off our service and just be praying for the family. So will you join me this morning as we kick off our service just praying for our families? God, it is good. Uh, today is the day the Lord has made. And Lord, we as believers, we will rejoice and be glad in that. And Lord, we do come before you this morning 
thanking that you hear our prayers as hundreds of people lift their voices and one accord to you this morning, Lord. You hear our prayers. You know our hearts. And Lord, we pray for our families. We pray for our kids. We pray as they uh, face different uh, challenges as kids, some in school, some out of school, some staying at home, some not being with their friends, not being able to see others, Lord, that you are working in the midst of all these things. And Lord, what a, what a testimony a family is, a mom and a dad being so grounded in you and through this time just trusting in you is a witness to those around how we act as families, how we raise our children, how we interact with one another, God, is an incredible testimony. Lord, we pray for those family members that have not been able to be out and about much, have been home, have been bound by the home, by the vac- by just by being through the COVID time. Many are receiving the vaccines. For that, we rejoice. And Lord, I just pray right now for families. Pray for the church that we not live in a state of fear. That our trust is in you and you alone. Not in the things of this world, but in you. So Lord, forgive us if we accepted the fear. Let us lay that aside and may we put our eyes on you, the prize before us, God, and continue to run towards you and be a great witness as a family. A family with moms, dads, and children and a family as a church body would just continue to be a light, a light in a broken and fallen world. Because the world's very dark, but Lord, where there is light, it resonates, God. It brightens things up, Lord, help us to do that. And we can't do it in our own strength, God, we know that. We need you, so we acknowledge that this morning, Lord, that you would infiltrate our hearts, our minds, and our souls. And we let you just live through our lives, and we shine brightly, reflect your love to others. And they would know us because of our love of our families and how we treat one another. We, we interact with one another. We worship together. And we serve together, God. So, Lord, thank you for the family. <laughs> thank you how you designed it so perfectly. and Strengthen the families, Lord. Strengthen us as a church that we'd be more like you in all that we do and say. For it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. If you want to go ahead and uh, grab your Bibles and turn to Revelation chapter 5, I'm going to read that in a moment. But our first prayer time this morning is going to be one of adoration. Adoration, we, we adore our spouses, we adore our kids, we adore our parents or our grandparents, but we also adore God. Adoration is a sense of deep love and respect for those people in our lives and for our Creator as well. Why do we adore God, though? We adore God because of who He is, who God is. God is righteous, he is just, he is holy, and he's wrathful towards sin, but he's also gracious and merciful. He's all-powerful, all-knowing, and all-good. We also adore God because of what he did for us. The Father sent the Son to die on our behalf on the cross to take our place, which is what we're going to be celebrating here in a few weeks on Easter. He also sent the Spirit to give us new breath, to give us new life, and to help us to live the Christian life. So adoration and what we're going to be doing here in a moment is showing love to God, telling God of who he is and what he's done for us and just appreciating God for who he is. So Revelation chapter 5. Then I saw in the right hand of him who was seated on the throne a scroll written within and on the back, sealed with seven seals. And I saw a mighty angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the scroll and break its seals? And no one in heaven or on earth or under the, under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look into it. And I began to weep loudly because no one was found worthy to open the scroll or to look into it. And one of the elders said to me, weep no more. 
Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has conquered, so that he can open the scroll and its seven seals. And between the throne and the four living creatures, and among the elders, I saw a lamb standing as though it had been slain, with seven horns and with seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent out into all the earth. And he went and took the scroll from the right hand of him who was seated on the throne. And when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb, each holding a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song, saying, Worthy are you to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain. And by your blood you ransomed people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. And you, you have made them a kingdom and priests to our God, and they shall reign on the earth. Then I looked. And I heard around the throne and the living creatures and the elders the voice of many angels, numbering myriads of myriads and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. And I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and in the sea and all that is in them, saying to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be blessing and honor and glory and might forever and ever. And the four living creatures said, Amen. And the elders fell down and worshipped. I want you to just take a moment here to pray a prayer of adoration to the Lord for yourself. God, you are righteous and holy. God, just and all-powerful, almighty. God, you are a creator. We adore you for who you are, God, that you sent Jesus to die on our behalf when you didn't have to. Lord, you look at us with so much grace and mercy and love, and it was for that we are so thankful, Lord. God, thank you that you have sealed us for the day of redemption. God, you are worthy of praise. You are worthy of honor. God, for who you are, you are good. God, may this time of worship be pleasing to you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. We have reason to sing this morning. I invite you to stand if you'd like to, or sit. It's fine. Sing it. You give life, you give life, you are love, you bring light to the darkness, you give hope, you restore every heart that is broken. I'm 
to the, the word of the Lord this morning. This is the message we have heard from Him and proclaimed to you, that God is light and in Him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with Him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus His Son cleanses us from all our sins. We, have, we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. If we say we've not sinned, we make Him a liar, and His Word is not in us. Confession, that seems like such an old-fashioned word, but let's talk about that for a minute. What confession does, it brings light into our darkness. What confession does, it helps us to live in the truth. Confession shines a light on how powerful God's grace is and how far we need to go, but it's not any effort on ourselves. It's because He loves us and He's gracious. Confession allows us to strengthen our witness. 
And confession leads us to forgiveness and cleansing, which reminds us that Jesus said to us that we are the light of the world. So church, let us walk in the light and let's go before him and let's confess silently to him our attitudes and our actions and our, our, our motivations that lead us away from him and ask God to forgive us and to help us to be the light here in Independence and Blue Springs and all over the world. So let's take a moment and let's confess. Father, listen, listen to your people praying this morning as we confess our weakness to you. Father, relying totally on your grace um, that says that you make all things new. And Father, this morning, would you give us a new motivation, a motivation that's centered around loving you and loving our neighbors. Uh, Father, this morning, as we confess to you, would, would you give us a new attitude this morning? An attitude that doesn't put ourselves in the center of the universe, but puts you there, Father. And Father, this morning we ask that you'd give us new action, Lord. Um, that as we fight with our flesh, as we fight with our old nature, we, we understand that, that that stuff is gone, that stuff is dead. And Lord, we pray this morning through our confession that, that you would lead us into the light. And Father, we're reminded of the words of the song that our sins are many, but your mercy is more this morning. Father, we confess to you and we experience in the cleansing that you give to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Who stands above 
Sometimes it's hard just to be thankful for things, isn't it? We live in a, a time right now where we focus a lot of times on the bad. And um, I think we as Christians, we need to really be focusing and directing our hearts on things that are good. Um, and so we're, we're going to talk about giving thanks to God today. And just ask yourself, what are you thankful for? I've been sitting there this morning just thinking and pondering over some of these things. I'm, I'm really thankful for God's grace. His grace that is sufficient. <laughs> thankful for Jesus, <laughs> that the tomb is empty, thankful for family. <laughs> we were praying for family earlier, and my wife and I have had our two uh, daughters and their husbands and our two grandbabies living with us this last week, and some people are like, that seems overwhelming. <laughs> uh, but we're thankful for family. I'm thankful for my church family, church family that prays for me, encourages me, corrects me when I'm wrong stands beside me, church family that loves to serve its community, a church family that is an example. And so what are you thankful for today? And God reminds us in his word, things that we can be thankful for and who to be thankful to. I wanna read a couple of passages of scripture from you in the book of Psalms. First one's in Psalms 9, one and two. It says this, I will give thanks to the Lord 
with my whole heart. I will recount all of your wonderful deeds. I will be glad and exalt in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. And in Psalm 100, one of my favorite passages of Scripture says, Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is good. He is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Blessed his name. For the Lord is good, his steadfast love endures forever, and his faithfulness through all generations. I'm thankful that God's love endures, and it's faithful. Every generation, every generation faces a trial, faces a struggle, and I just want to remind this church that God is good, and God is faithful, and he loves his people. And we need to be thankful for the things, and not so much focus on the things around us that are going bad, but be thankful for the things that we have. So this morning, would you just pray to God and thank him for whatever he lays on your heart this morning as we continue in a time of worship and prayer? God, we are thankful. And Lord, forgive us when we focus on the things maybe we don't have, the negative things that happen in life, and those things do come. I'm also reminded in Scripture, Lord, it says, give thanks to the Lord in the midst of trials, in the midst of tribulation, to be thankful, to be joyous, consider it pure joy, and we not lose that joy and lose that sense of thankfulness because you love us no matter what. You love us no matter how far we run from you or how much we doubt, you still love us because your steadfast love endures forever and ever. And Lord, teach us as a body of believers to be thankful, to see the little things in life, and realize that you are good because your word says taste and see that the Lord is good. So, Father, we give thanks to you this day. Thank you for all the blessings. We thank you for family, for loved ones, for good health. We thank you for the freedom we have to come into a place like this to sing songs, to lift our voices, to hear your word, to fellowship one another, to encourage one another. We're thankful for that. We thank you for your son, Jesus who came and walked this earth and died on our behalf and took our place on the cross. That we may have eternity with you for those that believe and trust in you. Lord, help us to share that with others and be thankful that we have a relationship with you. And thank you that you love us unconditionally, God. Thank you for this church body. Thank you for meeting with us here in this place this morning. It's in Christ's name we pray together. Amen. So let's do just that. Let's stand. We have reason to be thankful today. This next song is a, the lyrics just talk about the gospel. And so we have reason to thank the Lord today because of his grace and mercy on us as sinners. And so let's sing this together. the night. 
mountain I could not climb in desperation I turned to heaven and spoke your name into the night and through the darkness your loving kindness tore through the shadows of my soul the work is finished the end is written Jesus Christ my
Church, isn't it good to worship together this morning? To sing our praises, to lift our voices to the Lord this morning. Before we get into this, uh, this last prayer time of supplication, I, d- I just want to talk a little bit about how, how you can be involved in the life of the church through prayer. Um, we have a prayer ministry um, that Sandy Hunt kind of leads out with, with her team. And we have, we have intercessors throughout the church who pray for every, 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 every one of the prayer requests that comes in. And so if you want to be a part of that, email Sandy at prayer at gatheringkc.com. Um, and if you don't want to be a part of that, if you have a prayer request, send that in, and then Sandy sends that out to people throughout our congregation. Uh, another opportunity to pray is to pray specifically for your pastors, is, is there's a pastoral prayer team. And so if you want to be on that, where um, what we do is we share our personal requests with the church, with, with the prayer team, with the intercessors. Um, this morning, someone asked me about my son, and that's because they were, they're praying for us. And so I, I appreciate that. So if you want to pray for our pastors, feel free and send Sandy an email at her at gatheringkc.com, and then what she does is uh, she gathers a list from us on, on every uh, Tuesday, and then she puts that together and she sends it out. So we'd appreciate that if you want to be a part of that, but most importantly, if you want to be a part of that prayer team, we would love for you to be a part of that, because that's just one way, once again, to undergird and to support your, your family as Wes prayed for our families this morning. So we're going to end this, this part of prayer. It's supplication where we have an opportunity to pray for other people. Um, the scripture says that Jesus intercedes on our behalf, that he takes our prayers before the Father, that he stands before the Father. And so when we pray for other people, we're interceding for other people, we're standing in the gap for other people. And especially at this time of year, if I understand um, we've gone through a pretty stressful time in the history of, of our world, not just our church. And uh, there are a lot of people who are asking lots of questions about, about, about life, about mortality, about, about God, about religion. And so people are curious these days about faith, and you have an opportunity, especially at Easter, uh, to, to invite people uh, to come to church. Now we're gonna, I know here we're going to add a, a third service um, so we can have as many people as we can and, and still keep our social distancing. But, but I want you, as we do this intercession time, to be thinking about people that, that you want to first maybe invite to church and to pray for, and then to go a step further and to share the gospel with them. This is... This is who God is. This is who Jesus is. This is the role of the Holy Spirit. This is, this is how I came to faith, and it's so important in my life that I want to share it with you. You know, we have family members. We have friends. So begin to put in your mind co-workers, friends, family workers, that, that maybe it's just a simple invite. Uh, statistics say that 80-some percent of people you invite to church will come to church, okay? And so invite your friends to church. And then go a step further. Share the gospel. Share, share the reason, the hope that you have in the midst of pandemic. Why can you still sing praise to the Lord? It's because, because you have a hope in Jesus Christ. Amen? We just sang about that living hope. So listen to the words of Jesus in Matthew 7. And these words are sometimes misinterpreted, misunderstood. But I, I want to kind of clarify some things in this passage. Matthew 7, 7 through 11. Jesus expounding on his teaching on prayer in Matthew chapter 6. And he says this. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks it will be opened. Or which one of you, if his son asks him for a bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, he will give him a serpent? If then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father, who is in heaven, give good things to those who ask him? My very first Bible I received when I was about nine years old, um, the man's name was Steve Balding. He's, he's a missionary now someplace. I've lost track of him. 
but he gave me my very first Bible, and this is the passage that he wrote in front of it. And, and I still cherish that Bible. Even the covers off of it, it's still written in my Bible. Now, now Jesus isn't saying here that, you know, you can just, uh, you know, that he's the, the genie in a lamp, and you just rub it, and you're going to get whatever you want. It's the idea of asking in, in his will. It's the idea of understanding that, yes, when you ask, you'll be given, but it may not be what you want, but it's going to be what's best for you. Um, you will find. Um, there's always an answer to the Lord when it comes to prayer. It's yes, no, or wait. Uh, the problem with humanity is we don't like the answers no and wait. But God has something good in the midst of those three answers. Knock and the door will be opened. So, so I want you to think about this. This is written in the present tense that we are to continuously asking. Because what it does is when we ask, it, it builds our relationship with the Lord because, because we're going to the source because He is a provider. Amen? He, he, is, he is our strength. He is our comforter. And we're to continually ask. Paul says this. He says to, in, in 1 Thessalonians 5, 7, is to pray continually. It's an attitude of prayer. So we're to ask continually. Um, we're to come to Him persistently. So if you're like me, is your first natural response in the midst of a crisis or a need, do you immediately go to God first or do you try to fix it yourself? We try to fix it ourselves. What Jesus is teaching the disciples is, guys, there's no fixing it yourselves, that, that you have to be constantly connected to me, constantly seeking me, constantly coming to me persistently. Our prayer life shouldn't be a, a one-and-done thing. It's not just about sitting around the table and praying for our meals but it's a thing that connects us to the Father it's a thing that brings us closer to the Lord this morning so this morning will you keep on asking um, will you keep on seeking and will you keep on knocking and, I, and the Lord will give you an answer it may not be what you want but it will be according to his will and here's a good thing it says this he gives us these things because his gifts are good James says this, that every good and perfect gift comes from the Father above, who is light and who is not shadow. So this morning, as we pray for other people this morning, every one of us knows someone that's struggling. I want, I want to pray for my mama this morning. She hasn't been feeling good. Um, there's other folks in here whose families have been struggling with illness. We want, to, we want to pray for them this morning. Pray for them by name this morning. Bring them before the Father. Um, there's a lot of ugly things going on in our country this morning. My mother sent me a text. Um, she's scared because my mom's Japanese and there's been a lot of things going on with Asian folks and she says, you know, you all be careful. I'm like, mom, people don't even know I'm Japanese. <laughs> they don't know what I am. But there are people who, who live in fear this morning. Pray, pray that God would bring racial reconciliation, that, that God would bring um, unity amongst his people. Um, pray that God would bring peace in the midst of conflict and turmoil today. Pray that God would bring emotional healing to folks who are so desperately in need of it. Pray that God would bring comfort to those who are mourning this morning. Pray, pray that God would heal. And God does heal in his time and his way. And sometimes the ultimate healing is when we go to be with him. So this morning, as, as God's children and as his people, let's go to the Father in heaven who gives good gifts this morning. And if we ask for bread this morning, he's not going to give you a stone. If you ask for a fish, he's not going to give you a snake. It may not be what you want, but it's going to be what's best for you this morning. So let's go to Abba Father this morning and just bring our requests before him. Let's pray this morning.
Lord, listen to your people this morning pray and bring supplication, bring people before you to intercede. And Lord, we're just going to be silent as we pray this morning. Father, we come before your throne of grace this morning uh, with confidence, knowing that you're all-powerful. Father, knowing uh, that you're all-knowing. Father, experiencing your presence every day that that you never leave nor forsake your children. Uh, And Father, sometimes we think that you might get overwhelmed by the thousands and millions and millions of requests that you get, but Father, uh, you don't respond that way because Jesus takes those requests before you, and you're a good, good Father. You're a loving Father. Um, Father, you speak of of your goodness and and how powerful you are in in Exodus before Moses and how gracious you are and about your loving kindness towards your people. Lord Jesus, you describe yourself as gentle and lowly, and you ask for us to come to you all who are weary and heavy laden and you'll give us rest and and Lord we come before you we want to take your yoke upon us because it is easy and light and that you love us this morning so Father we we lift up uh, people this morning who don't know you Father those people in our families who don't have a relationship with you who so desperately uh, need to hear that but Father first maybe they need to see that in our lives and that's why we've confessed this morning that from today on that we want to live in a way that, that is light that points people to you that illuminates a room Father Father we pray for our co-workers who don't know you Father we pray for our family members and our friends Lord and give us the courage uh, to invite give us the courage to engage Father give us the courage to, uh, to share the gospel And Father, today there seems to be a lot of confusion and a lot of fear about people who look different than we do. And Father, I pray today that you would, you would put in our hearts the desire to connect with people who are different than us. Father, to have the awkward conversations. Father, to have the loving conversations. Father, uh, to understand that the blood that flows through our veins is red. And the blood that you shed was for every tongue, for every tribe, and for every nation this morning. Father, we come before you this morning um, with our folks who are sick and, and who, are, who are ailing. Father, those who have cancer and other diseases and who are struggling, Father. And Lord, we pray this morning that, that you would wrap your arms of love and grace around them and they would sense your presence in a special way as they continue to come to you, as they continue to knock on the doors, as they continue to seek you, Father, understanding that you give good gifts. 
And Father, help us to understand those things that come to us are a gift. And Lord, you've given us the strength through the power of your Holy Spirit to walk through whatever it is that, that we go through. That Father, that the waters won't overcome us, that the, that the fires won't burn us, Father, but that you'll be with us through that present time. Father, where there's separation and brokenness in relationships, Father, we pray for healing there too. And Father, we come to you with confidence because we know that you're good and that you love your kids. And Father, we pray all these things, we, we lift all these things to you in the strong name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Stand together to sing this last song of God's faithfulness. Sing with me. Great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not. Thine, oh dear friend.
Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. It's true, isn't it? Every good and perfect gift comes from the Father of lights. Everything good comes from him. Lord, we're thankful today. Thankful for who you are, Father, that, that you are holy, you are set apart, you are, you are merciful and gracious. Lord, as the song says, you never let us go. And Lord, we thank you for your son, Jesus, who, who took on flesh, did not love us from afar, did not love us from a distance, but loved us where we are, dwelt among us. Lord, and he took our sin upon himself on that cross and paid the debt of sin once and for all. And now he is at your right hand. And as Matt read earlier, Revelation 5 tells us that he alone is worthy to take that scroll. So we're thankful today for Jesus. Lord, we're thankful for your Holy Spirit, that you did not leave us when you ascended, but Father, you sent your Holy Spirit to dwell with us, to indwell every believer and to lead us through your word to the truth and to guide us and be our comforter when we're hurting. Lord, we're thankful that you're with us today. You never let us go. Father, may we learn to continually trust in you, to walk this life and trust in our Father who loves us, Lord, and works all things together for our good. So Lord, we trust in you. We're thankful, God, for who you are. Lord, would you take us from this place and use us as we prayed earlier, Father, would you help us to, to be mindful of those around us. Lord, would you give us the eyes of Jesus who always seem to, to seek out and, and go after those who are hurting. Lord, may we be the same. Lord, would you give us eyes to see, ears to, to listen to conversations at work and at school that, that, Lord, you might be leading us to encounter and, and for us to speak into. So God, give us wisdom as we walk into our lives to speak or to be silent, Father. Lord, we pray you guide us and use us this week for your kingdom's sake. We love you, Jesus. Thank you for all you've done for us. You are faithful to us. And it's in your precious holy name we pray these things. Amen. Have a great rest of the week. So good to see you. Look back to seeing you soon.